Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio, 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, a program presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organization working for social change and peace for over 25 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Parrell. Today we're looking again at who is benefiting from all the recent war talk and plans for war spending. Who are some of the guilty parties in this, exam- in this example of systemic collusion that even goes beyond our national boundaries? Yes, that's right. We've been hearing a lot about the Australian government's surprise announcement. Seems like a long time ago now, Mm -hmm. but very recently, a surprise announcement of future investments in nuclear submarines as part of the AUKUS arrangements with the US and UK. About, well, over $384 billion worth, we're told. Uh, Which, while a huge sum, is certainly a fuzzy figure and likely to blow out over time, if indeed this all goes ahead. Mm -hmm. So we're set to buy up to five American Virginia-class nuclear-powered fast-attack submarines and also build a nuclear-powered fleet in Australia based on a British design and uh, including US technology and what they call interoperability, that is, merging our defence capabilities with US capabilities and, by extension, of course, US interests and imperatives. Yeah, and after all the public self-congratulatory chest-thumping and backslabbing, there can be a bit of, there has been a bit of a backlash, really, by led by Paul Keating's intervention, mm-hmm. uh, about which we will certainly talk more in the week coming. Yes. But for today's program, we did want to take a step back, as what Paul Keating actually was suggesting, and look at some of the warmongering in the media leading up to this announcement, ramping up the idea of war with China, leading up to government announcements about huge projected spending on military hardware. Yeah. And for anyone who saw them, who could forget the crazy alarmist front pages of the age and the Sydney Morning Herald on the 7th of March, blazoned with the heading, Australia must prepare for threat of China war, (laughs) along with a graphic with a map of China splashed across in bright red and depicting supersonic jets emerging from China in Australia's direction. It was pretty dramatic graphic. Mm. Uh, The even bigger and bolder heading for that graphic shouted, Red Alert! (laughs) And a panel of five assumed independent experts were introduced as having agreed on the alert (laughs) verdict. That's right. As listeners to Think Again will know, we have been quite often critical of the mainstream Australian media, but the depth to which the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald under Chairman Peter Costello's Nine Entertainment have descended 
with this alarmist triptych, certainly has hit the bottom. Yeah, two once quite well-respected broadsheets now looking more and more like mindless right-wing tabloid rags. The the alarmist nonsense signalling that we have to be on high alert because of an imminent invasion by China carried on for two more days as part of the Red Alert series Mm. with more splashes of scary red Reminding us of the Cold War scare of the Reds under the beds. You, we probably, some of us will certainly remember that. Only this time, with a red tide about to spread across our skies and seas, showing how imminent the danger is. Indeed, we were given just three years to get ready. <laughs> then, um, on the 8th of March, under the heading How a Conflict Over Taiwan Could Swiftly Reach Our Shores, we got the views of the five hand-picked, not-so-independent experts whom we'll come back to. Yeah, while taking for granted our military intertwining with the US as a given, indeed as an unmitigated and uncritical good, they sort of unwittingly present the very arguments for Australia to actually not have US military personnel and weaponry on and around our shores, and thus automatically becoming embroiled in US wars. So, for example, according to expert Peter Jennings, America would defend Taiwan by fighting from bases in Australia. He said that if China seriously wants to go after Taiwan in a military sense, the only way they can really contemplate quick success is to preemptively attack those assets that might be a threat to them, including Pine Gap, the top-secret U.S.-Australian base in the Northern Territory. Mm. And another of nine entertainment's hand-picked experts, Lavina Lee, said that Australia's military bases, especially those shared with or controlled by the U.S., would be obvious targets for an adversary. Expert Leslie Seebeck, she said that there is a strong agreement among military strategists that a war over Taiwan would involve strikes on US bases, on fuel and munitions holdings, on ships across the region, potentially including Australia. And according to another of these hand-picked experts, Mick Ryan, our geography means we are a southern base for the US, for whatever comes next. They want our geography. They want us to build bases for several hundred thousand American soldiers in due course, like during World War II. If there's a hint of a crisis, apparently, US Marines will want to come to Australia. The US President may request that 150,000 be in the Northern Territory next Tuesday, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for example. Ryan then says that the challenge is just for how we develop the infrastructure to accommodate those troops. Um, And it goes without saying, I guess there's no question about whether we should or not do that. And to put it even more plainly, this comes from Peter Archer himself. I quote, Why would China use its limited resources to attack Australia instead of focusing solely on seizing Taiwan? Question mark. Because of the strategically crucial role Australia is expected to play for the United States in the conflict. End of quote. So there we have it. Yeah, so 
Jacques, I guess the logic is we need to buddy up with the US militarily for our defence because when we buddy up with the US militarily, we become a potential Mm -hmm. target of China, making us vulnerable to attack by China. So that's why we need to join forces with the US. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this circular reasoning comes from the military geniuses nominated by Nine Entertainment. Thank yes. you, Nine Entertainment. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you can notice that we're not referring, referring to Age or uh, Sydney Morning Herald, but we now properly call them. They're there for our entertainment. Exactly. So, yeah, and the assumed expected support for U.S. military dominance in the region laid out in the Red Alert series in the age also applies worldwide, as exemplified by our reaction to the Ukraine disaster. We actually all putting, being being put in danger. Yeah, and putting ourselves in mm, danger. That's right. Uh, you'd think a preventive defence would be best served by not having an aggressive U.S. on our shores in the first place mm-hmm. or, 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 or ramping up our diplomatic efforts or even foreign aid. So instead, the Red Alert series put out by Nine Entertainment ramps up the argument for more spending on military hardware, very quite obviously laying the ground for mm-hmm. imminent announcements about mm-hmm. spending on military hardware. Mm-hmm. And it's really crazy, warmongering stuff, dangerous and irresponsible. It actually incites a military response from China because the fact of the matter is that China has no interest or intention of, invi- of invading Australia. We have friendly trading nations, after all, which is the other message we constantly are repeating. Mm. That is, unless we were to draw, to draw its fire by harbouring the aggressive US military and its weaponry. Mm. This is what John Pilcher had to say in, in uh, a piece uh, which was repeated in Pearls and Irritations on the 12th of March. And I quote, Today, Prime Minister Albanese is preparing this country for a ridiculous American-led war with China. Billions of dollars are to be spent on a war machine of submarines, fighter jets and missiles that can reach China, salivating warmongering by experts, and that's in quotation marks, on the country's oldest newspapers. The Sydney Morning Herald and the Melbourne Age is a national embarrassment, or ought to be. Australia is a country with no enemies, and China is its biggest trading partner, end yeah. of quote. And, and Jacques, in the same edition of Pearls and Irritations, ex-PM Paul Keating, um, I would have thought he was at his pithy best, but it's probably been superseded with mm. his more recent criticisms. Mm. But in that same edition of Pearls and Irritations, Paul Keating said there's no threat from China in any strategic sense and there's never been such a threat from China, either implicit or explicit, even while some urge Australia into a war with China while armed with nuclear weapons on our territory to be provided by the Mm -hmm. United States. Mm. Yeah, And as I say, this was even before the more scathing criticisms about the latest AUKUS nuclear subplans. Um, submarine plans were hitched. So Paul Keating said, quote, Do Harcher, Jennings, Levina Lee and Mick Ryan believe that were we to be the party party to a nuclear attack on China, that China would just sit there and take it and not respond with a nuclear attack on Australia and possibly its critics or its cities? Sorry, its mm-hmm. cities. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> Peter yeah. Harcher 
has now been into war talk and urging war on China for years, courtesy of his stewardship of the Sydney Morning Herald's foreign affairs editorship. People should get this straight. The Sydney Morning Herald and The Age are editorialising in favour of a war between Australia and China. The Herald and The Age unbelievably are countenancing a war with China. And not just countenancing, urging a war with China. The editor of The Herald, Bevan Shields, should hang his head in shame for encouraging the publication of this provocative and dangerous rubbish. Yes, and we now know that he has done just the opposite. After that, we probably need a bit of music. Let's listen to Grace Petrie again, this time with Make America Hate Again. Say, can you see the 
You're listening to Think Again on 3CR Radio, 855am on your dial and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking again about the nuclear submarines deal. Australia had just struck with the US and the UK. The AUKUS disaster we already have talked about several times. The Red Alert series in the nine entertainment newspapers remains such a blatant indication of how propaganda works. The five so-called independent experts are overwhelmingly connected with the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, ASPI, a defence and strategic policy think tank, and I put think in quotation marks. That's right. Based in Canberra, but also with an office in Washington. It was founded by the conservative Howard government in 2001 and is funded by the Australian and US governments, especially through the US Embassy, about $400,000 a year, Mm -hmm. and by major military hardware and technology companies. It also has acknowledged, but rather the rather sort of abstract belief in Western democracies, especially the one practiced by the US, as much of its website materials yeah. indicate. That's right. Even with the US being a failed or democracy or a failing democracy on many accounts. Yeah. And, and I should add there was a great episode about this on Alternative Radio on 3CR this morning mm-hmm. with Richard Wolfe talking about uh, the United States states of denial so i'd really recommend Mm. that to anyone and just like the song we just heard before one has to wonder why the u.s a country continuously at war with itself and its own citizens still believes and is being believed to be the model of democracy representing what democracy really means for god's sakes when the freedom to own and carry guns leads to about fifty thousand casualties every year Mm. When pretending to have the obligation and the right to export this model of being democracy across the entire world, mm. making it a high moral platform, and doing what and doing that by regularly invading and destroying many other countries or imposing sanctions on them, or in the case, in the case of China, we were just talking about already surrounding it with two hundred army bases. And through propaganda and politics entrenching Australia in this warmongering, based on an assumed and unquestioned joint high moral ground. Yeah, that's right. And the nine entertainment journalists, um, mostly responsible for organising the Red Alert fearmongering, has been the should I say notorious Peter mm-hmm. Harcher. Uh, as Keating indicated. And Harcher's response to Keating's initial letter was typical, summarily dismissing Keating's remarks as coming from a CCP, Chinese (laughs) Communist Party sympathiser, which is laughable, really, Mm. when you look at... Exactly. The Liberal Party Mm. often Mm criticised the Labour government that Mm the PM... um, Paul Keating was in in the 80s into Mm, the 90s for pinching all their policies. Exactly. So even our former Prime Minister is now to be considered being a red under the bed. Mm. For those who remember the 50s and the ALP split, commie hunter Bob Santa Maria would have a field day. Yeah. And as we mentioned in a previous program, the US propaganda about China is laid out really well in a chapter of Clinton Fernandes' book, 
sub-imperial power, with sub-imperial power referring to us, Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, The real fight the US has with China is economic in nature. The US doesn't want China to become a competing major economic power. Well, it really is already a competing Mm -hmm. economic power, and it doesn't want to be superseded by China. And um, this desire to suppress China economically is usually hidden in suggestions that China is extending its influence in the region and that they're a danger to democracy, which, as we said, the US is is so good at, I say sarcastically. The objective being is to restrain China economically and the US uses its political and military power to maintain its global economic dominance. So it's no surprise, really that the three most powerful members of the Anglosphere are the most active in combining in the AUKUS, or the AUKUS, whatever you pronounce it like, multi-billion dollar submarine conflagration. The UK as the past imperial power, the US as the present imperial power, and Australia as a traditional sub-imperial power. And Keating's reaction after the AUKUS deal has been cemented a few days uh, days ago. Uh, I think it was an absolutely spot-on kind of an analysis he, he offered. And it really confirms our own perception of the entire issue, and we will certainly come back to it in Next future week. programs. Yeah. That's right. In all of this, it is good to remember the Republican U.S. President Dwight Eisenhower, who at the end of his presidency in the 1950s warned about the dangers of the industrial-military complex. Yeah, uh, industrial-military complex referring to the vested interests in war with the military getting the new war weaponry it wants Mm -hmm. and weapons manufacturers making mega profits out of war. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So Eisenhower's industrial military complex carrying an early hint of what we called, Jen and I called last week or the week before, before. systemic collusion. That was two weeks ago when we discussed the ways class war is happening these days. Now let's look at how systemic collusion operates globally in relation to the latest warmongering with China. Well, firstly, look at the five so-called independent experts that Nine Entertainment's Harcher gathered. That's right. Several of them were formerly high-ranking military men, and several have admitted links to the arms industry. We pointed out the funding sources of the Australian Strategic Policy Institute before, major arm producers, and the US government itself. Yeah, so... The ages handpicked experts are connected to arms producers and the US government. It's incredible. Uh, and um, thinking about the hysterical one-sidedness of the reporting in the Red Alert articles, remember also that Nine Entertainment is a business, a big business. Mm-hmm. And these days, extreme unbalanced reporting is likely to get more online clicks and mm-hmm. attract more advertising dollars. That's so right. they have a vested interest also in these um, putting mm. out these uh, extreme, yeah. unbalanced views. And as for the national systemic collusion in this, in this area, when Al- Albanese tried to justify the mind-blowing costs of the submarine adventure in San Diego, he eagerly pointed out the wins for several Australian states 
and that about 20,000 jobs would be created. So what's not to like? And Australia will maintain sole sovereign control over all its military operations. Mm, Mm. Of course, just just ignore the interoperability, I can hardly say, interoperability (laughs) of systems with the U.S., in the weaponry and forget some of the existing and future US military deployment in Australia we mentioned uh, before mm-hmm. and, and especially don't even think about where all the profits of these security investments will end up uh, not with people on Centrelink that's for mm-hmm. sure will be approaching half a trillion dollars by the time all these submarines will be doing what their true believers are pretending they'll do and Jeremy Lend in, in his famous book, The Patterning Instinct, published in 2017, had this to say about a process we have come to call systemic collusion, and I quote, when an idea becomes successful, it easily becomes even more successful. It gets entrenched in social and political systems, which assists in its further spread. It then prevails even beyond the times and places where it is advantageous to its followers. Yeah, and, so mm. yeah, systemic collusion becoming systemic entrenchment. That's correct. Yeah. Collusion thrives in the entrenchment, and thanks to the way the media operates, the entrenchment gets hidden, hidden in the propaganda they produce or the entertainment they produce. Mm. Just to add some objectivity to the figures about global arms deals being thrown into being thrown thrown about by journalists in the mainstream media, the March twenty twenty three fact sheet of the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute just published its figures. The five largest arms exporters in the last five years were the United States, Russia, France, China and Germany. Together They supply 76% of the world's arms exports in those those five years. But U.S. arms exports accounted for 40% of the global total during the last five years, 14% higher than during the five years before. At the same time, arms exports from Russia, China and Germany all decreased. Looking at arms imports, Asia, Oceania and the Middle East accounted for 72% of all arms imports. Imports. Mm. Interestingly, imports by European NATO states were 65% higher during the last five years. Are you surprised? Mm, Well, someone's profiting from the war in Ukraine. That's right. Evidently. Yeah, the Guardian's Luke Henriquez Gomez concluded his excellent reporting about the robot that that type of systemic collusion about the hearings we already talked about, one robotet victim reflected that the powerful people are always able to take advantage of vulnerable people. So just to conclude this program, could it then also be that the powerful nations are also always able to take advantage of the nations they have rendered vulnerable? Mm, food, food for thought, and we are coming to the end of our program, mm. but we will be revisiting this. Saturday's Peace Rally starts at 1 o'clock, State Library in Melbourne.
The US and the UK under AUKUS are pushing Australia into another imperialist war. At the same time, whistleblowers who expose war crimes are jailed. Come to the rally and march for peace, truth, not war. 18th of March, beginning at 1pm State Library, marching to Treasury Gardens. Help build a people's movement for peace. No AUKUS Roundtable is a 3CR supporter. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio and supporting our program. If you want to send us a message, you can email Borderlands, borders at borderlands.org.au. Our past programs are available by podcast on your favourite platform and via the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. Meanwhile, please enjoy Milkumana by King Stingray. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.